my name is Victor Mokwena. I'm the Regional Tourism and Marketing Manager for the Northland Cluster that includes Golden Gate Highlands National Park, Maragere National Park, and Mapungube National Park and World Heritage Site. So these are the three parks that sit in what we call the Northland Cluster. Now, Golden Gate has a, a variety of accommodation types. You know, unlike many other places which are actually categorized as parks, Golden Gate has got uh, a complete variety. Let me start by actually mentioning that at uh, the Golden Gate Hotel, you have a hotel which is the only hotel to manage in the South African National Parks. It's a three-star hotel basically providing all the services and amenities that you expect in a three-star hotel with a fantastic restaurant and, uh, and bars where people can just go and uh, enjoy fantastic meals. And because we, we really pride ourselves also with uh, uh, the culinary experience in this valley. Then we have at the hotel um, the Golden Gate chalets that are sitting right next to the, to the hotel. These are 34 chalets, um, which are also three-star graded. Fantastic chalets with uh, two bedrooms that can accommodate about four people. So now that's, uh, that's the hotel in a nutshell. Then you move towards uh, Glenrhenan. Glenrhenan, you have different types of accommodation, starting from Ronda Halls, uh, Londa Halls, as well as uh, family cottages. So there you also still get a, a variety that you, that you need. And some of the rondavals can accommodate about four people because they've got a loft with about two single beds. You also have family cottages that also differ uh, in terms of size and the number of people that they can accommodate. Others can accommodate four, others can accommodate up to six people. Now, very interesting as well around Glenrienen is that you also have uh, um, a convenience store where people will stay there because it's uh, completely self self-catering accommodation. They can uh, buy whatever they need from the from the convenience store, as well as uh, being able to fill up fuel at the feeding station. Around there, as well, we have uh, uh, the camping site, which is uh, um, about forty-five sites. There's forty-five sites. You get some of those with uh, uh, power, and others without power, because as you know, some campers just prefer to go and stay without having to use electricity. So we cater for uh, for both those who bring their fancy caravans who want to be able to still be in touch with the world while they're staying in the uh, in the caravan side. And these are amazing. These are beautiful uh, sites that are found uh, right below uh, the beautiful mushroom rock. We also have Highlands Mountain Retreat, which um, is also three-star, absolutely fantastic Highlands Mountain Retreat sitting at the... 2,300 meters above sea level. We have eight units there, where four of them um, are family units that accommodate up to four people, and two accommodate up to two people. However, if you have more people, there is also a sleeper couch um, in a lounge that can also be used uh, for people who want to sleep. Mountain Retreat is something totally out of this world. It's sitting, as I said, 2,360 meters above sea level. You actually will struggle to find in this country such beautiful accommodation sitting at that type of altitude. We then have Basut Cultural Village, which is about 20-25 kilometers from Glenrhenan, and as you drive east in the park, um, which uh, reflects the 18th century Basutu uh, type of village. This is actually nestled just 
um, next to the Basotho Cultural Village uh, Museum, which is one of the only living cultural museums that you have in the country. Then uh, this Basotho uh, Cultural Village Rest Camp, uh, as I said, emulates that 18th century Basotho architecture. It is uh, what you have at Basotho Cultural Village are also... Um, you know, you, you also get family units, but these family units you have a, a double bed and a bunker bed, so they can accommodate up to four people, while other units can only accommodate up to two people. Uh, there are 24 units at Pastor Cultural Village that will definitely cover for um, even big groups. I mean, if you're a group of people who would like to just have a getaway and have a feel of, of uh, what type of accommodation. And, you know, the Basutu type of people will actually enjoy. However, it may look like that outside, that it's actually so nice and rustic outside, but it's absolutely beautiful inside. It's actually a three-star graded uh, tourism facility. So that is, in a nutshell, what you have in terms of tourism accommodation that you have in the park. But over and above that, uh, we do cater for school groups as well, since we are also known uh, for... Um, environmental education as at Golden Gate. We, we kind of one of the leading uh, parks when it comes to um, environmental education. So we have uh, dormitories that serve uh, uh, students as well as uh, any other type of group uh, where we can accommodate up to 92 people uh, at the Valkhanov uh, Environmental Education Center. And not only that, but they also have a, a beautiful hall with a kitchen where uh, a group can also have their, their events as and when they want, uh, while having accommodation around there and a beautiful boma outside where people can just sit around for storytelling or uh, have fantastic uh, conversations about uh, interesting things that are happening in our in our country and the world. That is, in a nutshell, uh, accommodation uh, at Golden Gate. As I said, it ranges all the way from uh, camping, dormitories, self-catering, the only hotel uh, that is managed by South African National Parks, at rated at a three-star. So pretty much uh, our accommodation at Golden Gate throughout is rated three-star. Uh, at Golden Gate Hotel, um, we've got a few conference uh, facilities. Um, I might as well say that even in the entire area, the whole area of Clarence, we have the biggest conference facility uh, as compared to anyone around the area. So we have um, um, uh, the Free State Conference Room that can accommodate up to 300 people, um, as well as other uh, smaller conference rooms that can take up to 150 up to uh, 80 people. And those, even for big conferences, can be used as breakaway rooms. Um, so the hotel, as I said, is actually a fully-fledged hotel uh, offering uh, all kinds of hotel services that you, you can actually think about. Uh, banqueting services with uh, conferencing, um, as I said, restaurant as well. So we do uh, cater for conferences and, and provide everything that is needed. Well, we, we've got quite a, a range of activities at Golden Gate. Um, and remember, we, we actually one of the uh, only parks that don't, uh, one of the few parks that don't offer, um, you know, dangerous game like uh, the Big Five. So the, 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 the walking trails that you take at Golden Gate that are completely self-guided are actually still some of the things that Golden Gate prides itself with. You know, you go to may, most places, wherever you, you go, you have to have someone accompanying you. You have to have someone going with you uh, fully armed. Here at Golden Gate, 
you still enjoy uh, those self-guided uh, trails where you can drive around, um, you know, through some of the uh, driving loops where you can walk around in the park to do uh, some of your daily walks. We also have uh, an overnight uh, walking trail called the Reebok uh, Hiking Trail where you start walking from Glenrian and, and you walk all these beautiful majestic mountains all the way up to what we call the Reebok Hut where you spend the night. And then you continue the following day and climb all those beautiful peaks such as General Scorp, such as the Reebok Cop, to a point where you almost view Lesotho. So, uh, because we are just on the border of uh, uh, Lesotho as a country. Then you, you, you come back the following day, which, which actually makes it a, a two-day, two-full-day uh, uh, walking, which is absolutely fantastic. We're looking at about uh, between 28 and 30 kilometers of walking in the mountains. But we also, we also have uh, uh, canoeing that we more often than not offer to school groups, where school groups will just go to what we call the Golden Gate Dam that is sitting right at what we call the actual Golden Gate, where the two mountains are sitting on each, on, I mean, on each side of the road from uh, the actual Golden Gate. Now, um, we do canyoning there. We also do uh, upsetting in the park because it's actually not a very big or a uh, long type of upsetting. So it's offered even to, to school groups um, or anyone who is interested in doing upsetting because it's only a nine meter upsetting. Although the plans are still underway to have a, a much more, um, you know, challenging upsetting that can go up to 40, 50 meters. Then we have uh, the Cathedral Cave Walk, which is the only walking trail in the park that is guided. And uh, it is guided for various reasons. Um, Cathedral is a very sacred uh, cave. And uh, along the road towards Cathedral, as well as at the Cathedral, we have uh, uh, some of the uh, endangered bird species that are, are breeding there. Uh, for instance, the bald ibis. The bald ibis breed at uh, Cathedral Cave, so therefore... It's always a very sensitive type of place, and as I said, also very sacred as a cave. So the walks to this cave are completely guided. But also we have uh, something that is also very interesting about Golden Gate is uh, horse riding, where one just goes for about an hour or two hours ride, where you just ride through uh, uh, the mountains of Golden Gate, which is something very fantastic, but this one is completely guided. Although our horses are so tamed, they're doing so well that even the beginners go on an hour or two hour ride and uh, without any dangers. So that's what we have in terms of activities. But because we don't work just on our own, we work with uh, the entire area in terms of activities. So Golden Gate, when you come to Golden Gate, um, you'll be kept busy uh, with activities, not only in the park, but even outside the park. But also, uh, one of the things that we're working on as well currently is uh, uh, the 4x4 trails in the park. Uh, imagine actually having to get to places where other people will not normally get to and uh, see, because a lot of people are concerned about we never see animals at Golden Gate, but we've got thousands and thousands of animals that are running around Golden Gate. But when you go on these 4x4 trails or on these long walks, then you get to the areas where you find, wow, this is where these animals are. And remember how animals are. So normally they'll try and stay away from uh, where there's a lot of human activity. Remember with the, the, the road that is driving through the park, you won't 
under normal circumstances, see them just on the side of the road because the road can be busy. But as you go into these mountains, either on a 4 by 4 trail or on a beautiful walk that is either guided or unguided, that's where you see that Golden Gate has got a lot of game uh, to watch. You know, I'll, I'll make an example. First of all, one of the reasons why Golden Gate was uh, uh, proclaimed a national park in the 60s was uh, uh, the fact that Golden Gate um, was the, the scenic beauty of Golden Gate. Uh, the type of mountain range, the type of geology that we have, the type of paleontology that exists, the type of uh, 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 grass species that exists. At the moment, Golden Gate is the only national park uh, that we manage in South Africa that protects the grassland biome. All the other parks protect different types of species I mean, and, and focusing on those species of uh, uh, special concern. However, we have here, uh, the, 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 it's, it's, it's a grassland park that we really pride ourselves with. And uh, one of the things that uh, Golden Gate is so unique about is that you will know that uh, uh, the oldest dinosaur eggs that were ever discovered in the world were discovered here in the, seven, the late 70s. And, um, you know, going with that, there will also be a dinosaur interpretation center that is coming up at Golden Gate, which I believe it will be something absolutely fantastic, not only for the park, but for, for, for the province, for the country, uh, because it will be completely one of its kind. Then you have uh, the geological structure of Golden Gate Highlands National Park that you see, which is actually of absolute textbook quality. You have... Uh, uh, the geology at, at Golden Gate that is actually so clear that you see the different geological eras and the different uh, types of layers uh, of rock. We have right at the bottom, uh, when you look around, the reddish mudstone is actually called the, uh, the Elliot mudstone that you find right at the bottom. And that's the, that's the, um, the layer that when uh, paleontologists actually look for dinosaur uh, remains They'll normally focus on such areas because there's quite a lot to find. And even the, uh, the eggs of this Massospendella species that were found here were found exactly on that layer. But then you also have uh, uh, something that is quite interesting about Golden Gate, which is the, um, what we call the Clarence Sandstone that sits right on top of this uh, uh, Elliot Mass Stone, also with uh, the Trakensberg Basalt that is sitting on top. So looking at it, um, all these layers are so clearly seen. If you know uh, what you're looking for, you'll see them from a distance. So all these things together with uh, the types of uh, uh, rocks, grasses, uh, you know, paleontology, uh, all these things just, just make Golden Gate completely different. You know, so we pride ourselves really in terms of uh, even cultural heritage in the park, where you have the likes of Basuto Cultural Village as something that uh, uh, the country is really proud of, uh, to have a Basuto uh, Cultural Museum that exists within a national park. Uh, not only that, but uh, uh, one would know that this, uh, through Golden Gate, was on one of the areas where uh, the Anglo-Boer War was going through the park. And, and still, you'll find a lot of areas where there's still a lot of remains of uh, uh, even ammunition, uh, that was used around that time. So cultural heritage, paleontology, geology, uh, uh, you know, some of the, some of the species that uh, of of uh, that we that make South Africa very rich in in biodiversity, uh, like the grassland, the, the grass species that we have here, are, are protected at Golden Gate and nowhere else.